always just listen to movie reviews, and we've got X-Men Apocalypse. What do you call it, Justice and Doom? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes there's a little doom in these reviews. And today there's some doom. Today is one of those doomy days. Yeah, this is a stinker. This movie was a stinker. (laughs) It's a bummer, man. (laughs) When we were so excited to see it, we saw we were in Hall H, seeing the trailer and the cast talking about it. The whole fucking cast: Brian Singer and Hugh Jackman and everyone else, and then like all the (laughs) fucking original guys, like Fassbender and James McAvoy and and fucking Hugh Jackman and weirdo Brian Singer. Yep. You know, and Sophie Turner and Jennifer Lawrence and they were all carted out. We watched this awesome looking trailer. Yeah. And the movie did not deliver at all. Boo. I yeah, this movie is fucking lame. Yeah, it was a real stinker. I mean, the very beginning was kind of cool. I like that scene. I and did. I like the opening scene which takes place in like BC Egypt. Yeah. You know, and they're doing a sort of ceremonial thing that's sabotaged by the people. Right. And they take down the pyramid and they want to kill Apocalypse. Basically, Apocalypse has to transfer his body every whatever hundred years once his, because his body's just a vessel for his mm-hmm. power. And so he has to find a new body every whatever hundred years. Or, right. And he has his four horsemen that are basically his personal guard. And so they were doing that ceremony and there was sort of like a revolt revolution that sort of goes into sabotage and try to kill him. Yeah. And that's how it starts with him being buried under the pyramid because it almost succeeds but kind of goes south. Mm -hmm. And I like that scene. I'm like, okay, this movie's going to be cool, man. Yeah. Let's do it, man. And then it slowly fucking poo-pooed on my face. (laughs) 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 That's exactly right. Yeah, it just is. And it's, it almost felt like I don't know, Disney got their claws on it or something because yeah. it was so, it had like Marvel cheese. And I was Marvel like, what? Cheese. Why? Yeah, why? And just fucking, oh my God, it's Apocalypse. It's like the greatest villain of the X-Men universe. And yeah. Like, why, don't, why does it feel like, what the, why, why do I don't feel like an apocalypse is happening? No, not at all. Most of the movie was like looking for X Men and yeah. putting, them, putting them in fancy costumes. He was like dressing them up. Yeah, that is true. He's he like, was like, no. it was like all you did was put them in a new costume. Yeah, it's like I get Angel and give him some metal wings, <laughs> and I'll give Magneto some cool little chest armors and like shoulder platings and little nice little helmet I made for you. <laughs> I made you this helmet. Let's go take over the world. <laughs> Oh, it was boring. It was boring. There's just too many characters to s- establish that by the time everyone's where they're supposed to be, there's like 10 minutes right. left for some action. Right. Some X-Men action. Yeah. Where there's they're using their powers that we like to watch, for God's sake. You're right. We didn't really see that till the end. We saw it in like snippets, but... Gay they, snippets. They didn't get to it all till the end and they do this backstory with Magneto where he's got a family now and he's living in oh, Poland and he's a... working as like a metal worker yeah he's like and, humble metal worker right but they it literally was like a little vignette inside the movie and it was way too long that's well, the thing it was like a Magneto movie inside the apocalypse movie yeah and it's like this is why there's no room left for action yeah. with X-Men 
because we had to watch Magneto's fucking new life for 20 minutes I know. play out. It was Just about so that long. Spoilers. Maybe more. Yeah, kids, his kid and wife die, random kid and wife. Yeah. And we're supposed to feel all so bad because it was an accident. The guy just let go of the arrow. It's like, ugh. And he was trying to like redeem himself by living a normal life. And, yeah. he, was, and he saved a guy in his plant's life. And then that and then, reveals yeah. his powers because he uses his you know metal working powers right. to stop a giant steel beam from crushing some dude and it also reveals that he was the guy in washington and yeah. you know he's been in hiding and all of that stuff and they're like are you this man well they come and they're like a bunch of police force with like wooden weapons right and bowens and arrows because he can't find his daughter and then fucking the daughter has powers to control birds or and something animals yeah. the wildlife and yeah they're like stop it She's like, you can't control it just leave her alone and then like foomp Oops. Oh, no. Oh, and it goes through the daughter's chest and into the mother's heart. Which is stupid because that arrow wasn't long enough to go through both bodies. And I don't think he had enough of a draw pull on the bow and arrow to penetrate through one whole person and into a second person. No way. Especially if it was a wooden tipped arrow because there's no metal. So there's no. Yeah, how would it go through? I don't know. It might penetrate her back and maybe pierce her heart or just get wedged in her ribs. But I can't see it like going through two whole people. Yeah, no way. And killing them in one instant fell swoop. And then he's like, no, why? And then he kills them with the locket that his daughter wears. It goes through all their head, you know, like zips. That was sort of cool. That was cool looking. Yeah, Yeah, that was a cool moment. But it's just like, fuck, can't we just do this in like a two minute flashback? Right. Because you're going to take all that time just to establish the fact that he's willing to join apocalypse yeah it's like fuck just give him just be like yeah i'm in okay i don't care i'll just join well and then he goes back at the end to being good again right so away instantly just because mystique was like come on man why are, you do- <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this and then quicksilver was gonna tell him that it's his dad and he doesn't even tell him he's just like i'm I'm thinking about it. You know, to help my family, my family too. too. Winky, wink, wink, wink. Well, and by the way, Quicksilver scene was the best scene in the entire movie. It was another scene, if you saw Days of Futures Past, of like Quicksilver using his abilities. And again, yes, it stole the show. Yeah. Now it's just like, just make a Quicksilver movie. Yeah. You know, why introduce us to 10 characters and you get to watch them do one thing right? one time? You know, because there was the Nightcrawler and there was Cyclops and there was Angel and then there was Storm, then there was Jubilee that didn't do anything except like bitch about at fucking Return of the Jedi, which right. is another oh, yes. thing we commented on because they did this whole thing where they like go to the mall and I go, I want to go to the mall. Yeah. And they go and he's wearing like a thriller jacket. Once oh, right. And then they leave and they're like, it's the 80s now. It's the 85 or what, 83. 80. 83, yeah. And they leave, and they're like leaving a movie theater. She's like, I don't know, like, Return of the, uh, or Empire Strikes Back is still the best one. This movie is blur. And it's like, I think they're <laughs> getting a fucking directive from Disney to promote Star Wars in these movies. But this isn't owned by Disney. But I don't care. It's still they like X-Men. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't know, but like, they, they, it literally felt like a shameless plug. It was Star a total Wars. plug because they did the same thing in Civil War where yeah. Spider Man's like, remember that movie which is like Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> and they're in the snow place. He's referencing Hoth where they take down the At-Ats when Ant-Man's giant. Yeah, they're referencing giant. also Empire. Yeah, Empire again yeah. and how good it is. He's like, but he's all like, I don't remember what it's called because I'm just a little guy. I'm yeah. just a little boy, <laughs> Peter Parker. But he uses the same technique to take down giant Ant-Man. Right. But it's like he literally has this whole giant, like, 
not monologue, but just going on about how cool this movie is right. and how we should use that tactic. And it's well, totally a Star Wars plug. Right. Like going in front of a billion people that are going to go now see Rogue Nation or whatever the fuck. Oh, right. It's just I just like, want to so know what stupid. that connection is. Why are, are, is, are the X-Men going to... St- show up in the Marvel Universe? I is don't know. this something that's gonna happen? That's all between like studios and execs and shit. But right. regardless, I just find it fair. I, Disney has so much pull. They probably paid Fox to just like put that in the script. Ugh. Because Jubilee's a cool character and she was like a favorite in the cartoon and she didn't do shit. Yeah. Like she was just sort of bopping around in her cool yellow jacket and that was <laughs> it. And, and it was just, yeah, this movie, man, it just drags on and Apocalypse mm-hmm. is just sort of walking around and like, you know, yeah, giving people cool outfits, yeah. and he's got some cool powers. And Jean Grey, played by uh, Sophie Turner Who's from Game of Thrones, yeah, uh, she was really good, and she plays good, good, you know. But and there's a surprise guest in the movie as well, of Hugh Jackman, uh, yeah. as Weapon X, right? And he has like the headgear and everything, and he breaks out because basically Stryker comes once. Uh, who blows up? Who blows up Xavier's mansion? Oh, it was uh, Havoc. Havoc dies. Yeah. yeah. Cyclops' no, brother. No, it was, it was Apocalypse who came. But he doesn't blow it up. Oh. Havoc blows it up when he shoots one of his like chest beams and it hits the... Oh, no, but then Stryker comes and blows it up more. No, he doesn't blow it up oh, more. He, he uses one everyone, of those right. like disabling sound wave things and like knocks out everybody right. and then t- captures them. But, you know... What's his name? Fucking Cyclops and Sophie Turner and Nightcrawler were not seen, and they sneak right. onto the plane and whatever. And ah, uh, yeah, too much. But that scene with Quicksilver because they do the thing again where he puts on the music like they did with yeah. Time in a Bottle. And, yes, in it's a different song. This it's time. an eighty song. What song was it? I forget. I don't know. It was really funny though because yeah. they do the whole like stop. He's got his song on. And he's going around and he's saving everyone. It was like the best moment of yeah, the show. As the, as the mansion slowly exploding yeah. into a giant fireball, he's like saving every single person in there except for Havoc. Right, because he was nearest to the blast, and he couldn't get out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a bummer. And then uh, Doctor X has some really cheesy lines. He had like a funny moment because what happens is Apocalypse is going to assume his body at the very end because then he can use Xavier's like super telepathy, so he can control every single human left on Earth because he's that powerful. And like as they're doing the ceremony. He's like laying on the like Egyptian slab yeah. thing, and he's he's getting taken over by energy, and he's just like, "No, get out, <laughs> get out of here, you get out of me right now." <laughs> it's like so bad. I was literally laughed out loud. I, know. I was like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "You get out of there, you stinker!" Like, get out of there. <laughs> you, <laughs> can't, you can't come in me, apocalypse. You better not come in me, apocalypse. Yeah, that was bad. He was really dumb. And then the whole fight sequence at the end was cool, but it took so long to get there that I was just waiting for the conclusion. Right. And it was like, okay, I guess it was cool. I like, guess it was Angel's cool. Angel's so badass, and then like Nightcrawler has his tail wrapped around his neck, and he just goes like, I'll feed to Zane. And then, like, <laughs> he just like dunk, knocks his head against some like metal beam, and he's just like completely knocked out. Right. Like, these fucking X-Men superheroes. And he's just like, 
boonk on his head. Like, yeah. Dunk. Might as well hit him with like a wooden spoon. Boonk. And just like knocked out. And then the Olivia Munn characters like garbage. Nah, yeah. Garbage. Whatever. Nothing that interesting. No, and, she sucks. And and Storm is kind of like wasted. Blah. Too. Yeah. Wasted. Blah. And like her, the actress is blah. Super blah. Like whatever. She's like an Egyptian beggar and that's where Apocalypse yeah. finds her. And then she has a change of heart because she sees Mystique for the first time and that's her big hero and shit. Right. And then Apocalypse is like, no, you're my, you guys can't defeat me. He's like, yeah. but that's the thing. You're on your own. But we <laughs> have all of our cool buddies working together. And then Jean Grey turns into the phoenix and puts the nail in a, a Apocalypse's coffin. And he's sort of like stripped into particles, basically. And then everything's cool, I guess. It's all good. And then they had like one of the like like Marvel does where they had like the post after credit thing. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it was a pro a, a super plug just for Wolverine three, which right. is I'm guessing why they added in the whole Weapon X thing. Right. Because basically like they're trapped in this some sort of mutant holding cell and they can't escape. Yeah. And then what happens is Sophie Turner uses her telepathy to like release some lock and inside is weapon x and he just kills everyone right and one fell sweet brutally brutally and that's again the total plug for wolverine 3 right because they didn't advertise him as being in the movie at all it's supposed to be some cool reveal no in fact they said he wasn't gonna be yeah i know but he was at all h at the comic-con right and we so we sort of figured "Mm, maybe like maybe but yeah i don't know and like even sylvie turner was good but her american accent was weird man like, she's British, and, like, her American accent was, like, really thick, like, heavy, like, dumb. Like, yeah, it was, it was definitely, like, she was trying hard with it. Yeah, it was not very good. And the guy that played Cyclops was super, like, a little pussy boy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like him at all. No, he was just, like, weak, weak-chinned. Weak-chinned. Scott Summer becomes the leader, the leader of the X-Men. And he's just, like, I don't see him. And he's kind of, like, bratty and Yeah, he looks like he's and... being fucking... Divergent or something. Not X Men. You know? <laughs> well, and James Marston was so good as Cyclops. Yeah, he was a good choice for Cyclops. Yeah. And then the other really fucking PO thing was that at the very, very last scene of the movie when they're in the freaking like training room, mm. the like fucking virtual reality training room, they all have their sort of throwback design costumes. Finally. Yeah. They finally have costumes that look like they're at least from the comics or the cartoon. Right. To an extent. And then it just cuts to black. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Well, almost like they did that because of all the fan outrage at the last minute. Yeah. Like, we'll give you guys these costumes that look like the comic. Finally. Yeah. Like, literally, the whole time they've done these stupid movies, there's never been any resemblance to the comic book costumes except for, like, Magneto. And then a little bit in... uh, first class when they're wearing those air suits that are blue and yellow Mm -hmm. but they're not it's just like fuck yeah fuck they're comics you might as well just make them look like how they look why do you have to be like super uber real like (sighs) black leather's way cooler than blue and yellow and it's not it's like it's it's cooler to have the colors and the different the look of the comic yeah and i'm sick of seeing wolverines in in like jeans and a wife Mm -hmm. beater like that's not wolverine to me yeah give them the cool with the fucking big cowl and the earpieces and the yellow sh- black and blue suit and shit they're what not the gonna fuck? do that at this point i mean if they reboot that series and have a new wolverine they might but w- they're not gonna now put well i was Hugh saying Jackman like i it. was saying they should just reboot it as a fucking really high budget episodic 
because these two mm-hmm. and a half hour movies they take too long to get anywhere because they're constantly establishing and reestablishing storylines right. and characters whereas if they had a live action uh episodic series that was really high budget they could have all of these things we want and they could just keep it going yeah so there's constantly action and there's constantly you know you don't have to learn about it fucking cyclops every five years like, right you know and then gene gray a new gene gray it's like fuck yeah do something where it's like you get them at a certain age and like harry potter or something but a series like like yeah, like daredevil's like doing. Dare, like yeah. daredevil and the yeah. punisher and and give it like have it be a million an episode or yeah. whatever the fuck like game of thrones and maybe it would probably work on um, netflix or something i think it would i think i agree because then you could have gambit you could have nightcrawl and you could have all these subplots and different characters because there's so many x-men colossus you know there's just too many to try to pack into two hours and have it be an interesting film yeah you know so where's the future of this franchise going other than the wolverine movie i mean the only thing i can think of is that they're somehow maybe connecting it to the Avengers? Because in the comics, X Men do fight with the Avengers. Especially, yeah, in the Infinity Gauntlet, it, like everyone in the Marvel universe is sort of rallied together. I but think. they didn't set that up in this to make it seem. I like don't they know might if they be can. Fighting with that, yeah, yeah right. The studios are allowed, but maybe they are. Just the fact that they plugged Disney with Star Wars makes me wonder if there's some deals going on there. Yeah, super like innocuous, like innocuous, innocuously. Innocuous? Innocuously. <laughs> Apocalypsely. <laughs> but, but ex- except for the fact that they'd have to go back into modern times because we're now, we're in the 80s with this franchise, you know, so this franchise is probably hopefully done. The only thing I would like to see is a Quicksilver standalone movie. You might as well. Because yeah. like if you just look at the movie and like the most entertaining part in both last two movies, which are almost three hours, is like a two minute, it's not even yeah. scene with Quicksilver using his abilities. Because there was another cool part where Quicksilver sort of takes on Apocalypse and he's sort of kicking that ass. Yeah. And then Apocalypse, you know, breaks his leg right. or something. But that was cool too. That was a cool moment too. Yeah. But, you know, so yeah, there's cool moments, but overall it's sort of a fucking stinker. It was a stinker. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do something we don't usually often do which is we're dooming this movie it deserves doom i had pretty high expectations even though it's just a big dumb superhero movie and i'm kind of sort of it's oversaturated you know like steven spielberg said uh, the superhero genre will eventually go the way of the western yeah like it did in the 70s or 80s whatever the fuck it was and i see it happening and you can't just keep doing this forever they just need to be scaled back a little yeah made into episodics and stuff because trying to do this this sort of like chained storytelling in feature films is draining for it is and it's going on like 20 years i know it'll be like 20 plus years by the time all this is said i'm gonna be old as fuck by the time they're gonna be i know it'll still be poor chris hemsworth all like old as four like (laughs) old chris evans and shit and now they got the new young spider-man they're gonna milk him for 10 years yeah poor kid kid. he'll be like 30 years old by the time (laughs) (laughs) he still played an 18 year old or something (laughs) it's fucked up well so i'm gonna doom it i think i I don't know like a five and a half yeah which is just barely doomed but it's still still bad yeah still doomed we're still dooming it because i i mean you gotta give it i'm giving it that 0.5 extra for the uh quicksilver scene and some of the cool effects but it Mm -hmm. definitely deserves to be doomed so i cannot say i cannot recommend going to see this at the theaters i can't do it in fact i would go far as go so far as to say 
please go see Sing Street instead of X Men Apocalypse. Independent film, and it's a good movie. Not just support. Go enjoy yourself at a movie and see Sing Street. Yeah, because you will. You'll walk out of that movie with a smile on your face. You'll walk out of X Men Apocalypse with a what the hell again? Yeah, you tricked me again. God damn it. Yeah, no fun. Boo. No fun. Yeah. All right, that's it for uh, this week's Justice and Doom movie meter review. We will be back with uh, The Lobster. The Lobster. The Lobster, starring Colin Farrell. And uh, we'll see you later, jerks. See you later, jerks.